good evening, Faith Church. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Um, I know you're probably shocked that I'm not Pastor Powell. Um, that is not who I am. I'm Chance. I was one of the interns this summer. Uh, me and Anthony were blessed to be an intern, even through all the COVID that's been going on and the, the quarantine. We've still been able to come out here and um, be blessed by the pastors and hopefully bless you in some way, form, or capacity. We've certainly enjoyed this summer. Um, it's been a wild one, that's for sure. But we've been fortunate to get to know each and every pastor on a more personal level um, and have them bless us in ways that I did not expect. Um, certainly coming into this, I knew it was going to be a fun summer, um, but the Lord has touched me more than I ever could have realized um, throughout these past 10 weeks. And I'm just fortunate to be able to bring some message to you this afternoon. Um, I hope it's sufficient. Um, I've never done something like this before, so you got to bear with me. It's my first time ever, um, so thank you for understanding uh, but we're going to get started here in a second. But, I, you know, I was trying to come up with an illustration or something, and everybody was giving me advice on kind of what to do, and I was thankful for that. But I never could come up with something. Um, but earlier, whenever they were asking me, you know, what are you going to preach on chance? What are you going to talk about? Um, I kept telling them David and Goliath, and I was like, spoiler alert, one of them dies. So it's probably not funny to you, but I thought it was kind of funny. But, you know, it is what it is. So if you have your Bibles, will you please turn to 1 Samuel 17? Um, and before we get started, just thank you again for clicking on it, uh, the video, and giving me an opportunity. And hopefully you haven't clicked off yet because I've, I've worked hard on this. I've read, I've prepared, and I just hope that the Lord speaks through me, and I know He will if I give Him the opportunity. So 1 Samuel 17, um, as we all know, is David and Goliath and David was not for, or not was not fortunate. He was not expected to be the one to come and conquer and kill Goliath. But as I spoiler alert earlier, that is what happens in the end. But we all have our own form of Goliath in our life. You know, Satan will send Goliath. He used Goliath in David's life um, and the armies of Israel's life. But we have our own form of Goliath. Now, I'm younger than most of you watching this video. I'm certain of that. But that doesn't mean that I haven't had any Goliaths, and I'm certain that you have. You know, a Goliath can be anything from a financial problem, a marriage problem. I'm not married, so I wouldn't understand that, but the Lord understands. Um, anything from a child who has gone astray, burdens on your heart, it can be anything, big or small. Um, and so, you know, just the Lord is in control, that is for sure. But we're going to dive in and, you know, talk about how to possibly defeat Goliath and identify Goliath in our life. So 1 Samuel 17, verse 4 through 7 says, And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits at a span. And he had a helmet of brass upon his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail. And the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of brass, and he, and he had greaves of brass upon his legs, and a target of brass between his shoulders, and the staff of his, of his spear was like a weaver's beam. And his spear's head weighed 600 shekels of iron, and one bearing shield went before him. Now, Goliath was tall. We all know he was nine foot tall. But on top of that, he had a brass helmet. He had tons of armor. He had a big sword. He was tall, giant. He had armor covering every part of his body. So, I mean, it, I, you can imagine Shaquille O'Neal was big. And by golly, we know how he was in basketball. He went crazy. But Goliath was much bigger than Shaquille O'Neal. And so can you only imagine what these armies of Israel thought, of armies of Israel thought seeing Goliath on the hill? Um taunting them and, you know, telling them basically he is the man that they got to be. Philistine champion, um, you know, he had to be confident. And Satan sent Goliath to the armies of Israel to discourage and intimidate them. 
you know, that is what Goliath did. Not only would Satan send the Goliath to the armies of Israel, but Satan sends a Goliath in our life to do the same thing, to discourage and intimidate us. But not only does it do that, it'll paralyze us with fear and it will intimidate and discourage our progress moving forward and it'll eliminate momentum we have. You know, and if we focus all of our energy on Goliath or the problem, which is very easy to do, I find myself getting caught up doing that as well, we make Goliath or the problem that we are facing become bigger than what God is. And we have to focus more on God than we have to do on Goliath because in the end, if we do that, it will eliminate our momentum and it will paralyze our fear. Satan wants us to feel like the problem that he has sent our way is much bigger than the Lord can handle. And I might remind, and I want to remind you that that's not certain. But I've got caught up in ways where I've felt like or felt like that, you know, yes, I have faith in the Lord, but it's like, how can I get through this? I cannot see through the other side. And that's where faith comes in. You know, he wants us to be distracted by the problem and to feel defeated with the problem before we even get going into the walk and put trust in the Lord. First Samuel 17, 8 through 9, as we continue through the story, says, And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel, he, as in Goliath, and he said unto them, Why are you, ye can't come out to set your battle in array? Am I not a Philistine, and ye servants to Saul? Ch- choose you a man for you, and let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall ye be our servants and serve us. See, Goliath in those two verses right there has three goals. His first goal, he's amplifying himself. He sits there and he's calling out to this army of Israel and telling them, come on, send somebody up here, fight me, do what you can, but you ain't going to be able to succeed because I'm the champion. I'm a Philistine champion. Why don't you come up here? He is amplifying himself. And it says in verse 16 that he drew near and morning, drew near morning and evening and presented himself for 40 days. So not only was he amplifying himself one time, he did it morning and night. He did 80 times for 40 days. So he definitely got his point across that he thought he was big and bad, the big old bad champion. And the armies of Israel were terrified of him. That is certain. But not only was his goal to amplify himself, it says in verse 9 that he also wanted to kill. It says that if I prevail against him and kill him, then he will be, then, sh- then shall ye be our servants. So Goliath wanted to amplify himself and he wanted to kill but he also wanted to enslave, and it says that right there at the end, that once I kill him, then ye, the armies of Israel, will become our servant. You know, that's the same mindset that Satan has. Satan, whenever he sends a problem our way, he's going to amplify that problem in our life. It's going to become the main focus. It's going to keep us up day and night, and we're going to struggle with it throughout any time that we are um, going through this problem. He's going to amplify it. He's going to make it feel like that that's all we have. He's going to try and block out God in our life and amplify the problem. And then that problem, he's going to have a second goal is to try and kill our momentum. He's going to try and stop us and kill any sort of faith that we have in our life with this problem because he's going to amplify it and it's going to take over all of our thought and our ways. And once he's done that, he's going to try to enslave us in that problem. You know, if you're struggling with addiction and he has amplified it, killed it, and he's going to try his best to enslave you so you feel like you're never going to be able to come out of that situation. You know, he's going to taunt us day and night with this problem. And if we allow him to, he will. And yes, I'm not going to sit here and say that problems are not massive. You know, the Bible 
Jesus says, in, or yeah, Jesus says in the Bible 62 times to fear not because he realized that fear is a legitimate problem that we all face. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that fear is unreasonable, unnecessary, because in the end, fear is something that we all go through. I'm terrified right now of certain life decisions that I've got to make. But we must remember to not focus on the size of Goliath or the size of the problem that day or that Satan has sent us. But instead, we should focus on the size of God. Because ultimately, God can defeat anything or anyone. You know, I've heard it said before um, through other people speaking or other things. You know, God is looking down on us. And no matter how tall Goliath is, if he was nine foot or if he was four foot, to God, he is the same height from above the aerial view. That's the same thing with our problems. Whether it's, this, <laughs> this is a very insignificant problem, but deciding what ice cream you want to decide to have a certain night. Or if it's deciding what you want to do with a job or if it's deciding how to go about a relationship, or this and that. The same pro- it's the same size to God. No problem is too small, and no problem is too big for God. You know, so then David comes along. David is, David is the youngest of eight children. He watched after his father's sheep. He was a shepherd boy. So Goliath, you know, probably wasn't expecting David to come out of the middle of, um, you know, David was not who Goliath was expecting to see. But David could see himself winning the battle. You know, David, he had gone through many trials with shepherds, and he had lions come, and he had defeated lions, um, and he had bears come trying to attack his sheep, and he had defeated them as well. And it says that throughout the Bible, but David could see himself winning the battle in the end. It says in verse 32 that David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. and will go and fight with this Philistine. You know, and if you continue to read on through, it's in verse 35 and th- through 37, it says that, And I went out after him, David being I, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. It was a sheep. Um, and when he arose against me, I caught it by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant blew, slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will also deliver me out of the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord will be with you. D. So David had, as I just read, he had defeated a lion and he had defeated a bear many of times because the Lord was on his side. So he knew that he could see himself winning this battle. And he also knew that the size of the problem didn't matter anymore because, yeah, Goliath was massive compared to a, David, a lion and a bear. But a lion and a bear is ferocious. But David knew that even that he had conquered this before, and with God on his side, he could conquer Goliath. Um, David also knew who conquered. You know, it says that David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will also deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go to the Lord, because the Lord, go to fight, because the Lord will be with you. David knew that. David was on his side, even whenever Goliath was amplifying himself and make, taunting everybody. David knew that even though he was not sufficient enough by himself to defeat the problem, that the Lord was on his side and that he could do it. You know, in Genesis 18, 14, as it said, is anything too hard for the Lord? And in Zechariah 4, 6, it says, Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel. <laughs> saying, not by my might, nor by my power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. You know, that's when we realize that these problems that Satan has thrown our way, by my own might and by my own power, I cannot defeat them at all. I have no shot or chance to defeat any problem 
or to conquer any problem that Satan throws my way. But as I said right there, by not by my power, not, or not by my bite, and not by my power, but by my spirit and faith in the Lord, saith the Lord of hosts. You know, we cannot defeat Goliath by our own might and our own power, but by the power of the Lord. And I said to Goliath, but Goliath's referencing any problem that Satan throws our way. And by the way, once we put our faith in the Lord, the problem's not just going to easily go away like that, because that's not how it's going to work. You know, Satan's going to be persistent, and Satan's going to do just like Goliath, taunted himself for 40 days and amplified himself. He, Satan's not just going to be like, oh, that's right, you're, you, he's going to continue to come at you with that problem. But that's when you put your trust more and more, more and more in the Lord and have faith that he will take it away. You know, I might have confused you, but I want to give you two or three takeaways that I thought of as I was going. You know, as I said, the Lord is up here and all the problems, you know, that we see are, in, are all the same size to the Lord. Because every Goliath or every problem was designed to fall. You know, and once Goliath fell, the Israel armies were able to conquer new land. And that's kind of how it's going to be whenever you face these Goliaths that you have. Right now, you're in the middle of a storm and you have no idea how you're going to get through it. But once you get through it, you're going to have more opportunities to conquer new land, figuratively speaking, like the armies of Israel did, or new opportunities to reach new people because of the, the experience and the story that you had. Or you might be able to reach other people that just are going through the same thing right now because they need your help. There's no telling what's on the other side of this battle. And right now, it is so confusing. I realize that because I'm in one of my own. But I know on the other side of it, even if I don't understand now how I'm going to get through it and I cannot explain it one bit, I have faith that the Lord will get me through it. You know, and once we defeat our Goliath, we can conquer new things. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak here this afternoon. Um, I know if I lost you along the way, I'm sorry. I did my best. But thank you for listening if you made it this far. Um, I will continue to be at church as I have been multiple times, years throughout, uh, before my internship. So if you want to talk to me, please feel free. Um, I'd love to meet with you, talk to you, even though COVID's been going on, get to know some new people that I haven't met yet. But thank you for listening and giving me the opportunity. Um, I hope you have a blessed evening and a great week. Thank you.